entrepreneur, the founder of Wild Doe, and is an empowered woman. Her willingness to give back, eagerness to do good, and ability to persevere are just some of the many factors that make her the inspiring person that she is today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of In Love With Me, where we feature inspiring individuals who share their amazing stories. I am your host, Martha Yunan Balasco, and for this series, our topic is owning your own craft. So this season, we aim to highlight game changers who continuously own their craft and share their gifts with the world in hopes of making it a better place. So joining us today is a game changer herself, more ways than one. Let's welcome Melissa Hakyu. Hi, Melissa, how are you? I'm sorry, did I pronounce I'm that correctly? I should have asked you <laughs> offline. <laughs> so close, look, look, I'll look, I'll take it all good. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And uh, that intro was just so super cute. Made my heart warm when I saw the photo of my daughter and I. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> well, that's how we want to honor you, and thanks to the team, we love putting, um, you know, a, a little surprise for you before you hop on. So, as you guys can see, um, a beautiful woman right here, and for the ones that don't know you yet, Melissa, can you share a little bit of your background, who you are, and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, probably... One of the biggest things, first and foremost, I'm a mum of two little ones um, and they have absolutely, the, the journey of motherhood has inspired me to um, start and kind of grow the business that I have. So I'm the chief and founder of a business called Wild Doe and Wild Doe is a Play-Doh, but it's really nothing like the one that you probably already know. So it's specifically been developed to be soft enough for little hands and it doesn't dry out and lasts a really long time. It's a, it's a really beautiful product, which I originally created for my daughter. So that's why that photo that came up, like I just love that one. Um, I'm also, a, I'm, I'm a career marketer. So I've done 15 years in corporate marketing. And um, other than that, uh, I love to speak. I love to be out there and join beautiful women like Mafei today. And also, um, yeah, we, I, we, we just launched a another really beautiful book called Courage and Confidence. So I'm really excited to add also to the title now as well. Well, as you, can, as you guys can see, another amazing woman on In Love With Me series. And I do want to touch on your beautiful baby that you created during this challenging time. You know, offline we were talking about, it's been three years only, right? And it's been such a, an amazing success. So let's go back to Wilder because there's a lot of, women even moms that want to start a business but it's like in their mind how the heck am i gonna do that like how do i even start so how i know you said that you wanted to create something for your daughter but what else what else did i mean where did you start <laughs> i don't even like begin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's one of those things and you know what like when you say like how the heck did you start you know what it is just it's so overwhelming thinking about starting a business and um, it's you know obviously it's something that we've, we've spent a bit of time yourself included you know thinking thinking about lately as we both um, authored the chapter of this beautiful book that we've collaborated together with and 
one of the biggest things that really kind of stuck home to me, which was probably one of my, which which is something that's really egged me on on the whole journey, is that you know, it, to start a business, you need to make sure it like really lights you up, like you get excited about it, whatever it yes. is, and. Because of that, it was kind of like how I ended up launching my business. So back to the start where um, I was a mom, my daughter Ruby was uh, just over two and I also had a newborn. Um, you would know what it's like juggling multiple children. I've only got two, so I've got it easy. Um, well, sorry, I won't, shouldn't say that. It's not easy for anyone out there. But um, so, yeah, so it's one of those things. And my, my daughter Ruby just loved Play-Doh and she was at that age where they just become obsessed with it. And... Um, the thing was that my newborn wasn't, you know, he was one of, I, I, he was one of those like nightmare babies. I say quietly because um, I know you know what I mean. And any mums out there, like, you know, if you don't have one yourself, you've got a friend who's had one. Like they're around. Anyway, he um, is the most beautiful boy, but he didn't sleep. He just wanted cuddles the whole time. And it was really hard. It was a hard life at the start. And so I came out of being this like corporate worker and suddenly I was home, you know, again doing my my leave after I had another baby and my two-year-old who needed needed to do activities all the time and I had to keep her busy to be, you know, keep her sane. And I also had to like just constantly and never sleep and look after my newborn. And I found that the Play-Doh that we had that Ruby constantly played with was just, it was too tough for her hands and it just kept drying out. And, you know, it sounds like such a little thing, but I think in that yeah. in that moment, in that time I was in where maybe I hadn't slept for days, maybe I hadn't showered in twice as long and who knows what I looked and smelt like. And, you know, like my husband was only there at night because he was out working and I just needed a bit of space. And I, I just, Plato was kind of doing it, but not really doing it because I had to constantly yeah. help her with it. Um, and right. I just didn't have the hand for it. So... I kind of jumped online and I looked as hard as I can for something else that, you know, I knew would just entertain her and keep her busy um, and engaged, mm. but there was nothing. And I just thought, you know what, bugger it. It's, there's got to be something else out there. It's got to be something better. <laughs> and when I couldn't find it, I just, yeah. I decided to create it myself. Not because I probably had all this extra time in my hands at the, at the time, but because mm. it just was one of those things that we needed and, like right. I, I needed to do something with my mind as well. So I came up with this new Play-Doh recipe, which was just so soft that she could, she would sit there for like an hour engaged in play at two years old, which is, you don't get that from young kids ever. And, mm -hmm. you know, it was like colored and scented and it was like a sensory explosion. And what it meant for me is it actually gave me time to kind of sit and, you know, nurse my newborn or get him to sleep and right. do all those things that, all that stuff he required of me. And I knew that she was happy and engaged in, in you know, a play, in, for instance. So it, it felt like while they came from a place of need as like, I guess, a, a, like a mom and, and a, a child in our relationship, but in all seriousness, I always think of Wilder as um, something for the mums. You know, it's it's because mm -hmm. what it gave me an extra set of hands, it gave me some space. So back to the point of, you know, does it light you up? Well, the Play-Doh was amazing. I love Wildo. Um, The kids love it, but the essence of it lighting me up is I just love the fact that I was able to, to then turn this into a business and be able to give other mums out there just that little bit of space, the space that you just need, the sort of space that, you know, you hide in the cupboard to eat something or do something <laughs> that amazing things we do all the time, um, which everybody does. Or you sit that a little bit longer in the car when you're not meant to or whatever it is that like, I felt that Wilder gave that to my family. And that's why I started a business because I'm super passionate about being able to pass that on and, give other mums that tiny bit of space like that take a breath enjoy a hot cup of for once or whatever it might be 
Um, mm-hmm. It's the hardest job in the world being a mum. Like I would work two, three full-time jobs before having to choose being full-time, stay at home all the time because it is so <laughs> difficult. And I think all mums mm-hmm. deserve that little bit of space if they can get it. So that's where my passion lies and that's why I love the fact that I can bring such a great product that really helped, helped me and I can take it to other families. So I'm really passionate about that piece of it which is, again, mm-hmm. why, you know, where do you start? What do you do? Well, you jump online and Google a heap of cool stuff and yes. figure out what the hell to do. You read great books like ours and you go and get all the tips and you just have a crack and start it. And, um, you know, there's no such thing as failure. You know, if, if you really have passion for it, you'll make it work and that's just how, how it goes. And that's what I've been able to do. And I'm just so excited and humbled that I've been able to, I guess, grow my business so quickly and be able to kind of share this product with so many families so I know there's like kids out there engaging in a, like fabulous creative play and at the same time mums mm-hmm. are having that big deep breath that they might have needed at the time so I just I love that I can help help families have that moment <laughs> I and love then- it <laughs> <Cindy>. <laughs> Well, I have to give a shout out to our fellow co-authors, Peace. Hi, Peace and Vanessa, Dr. Uh, Dr. Vanessa. And as you guys can hear, the reason why Melissa here has courage and confidence is because she wanted to take care of herself, first and foremost, her fellow moms, and uh, of course, the children to also give them happiness. But at the end of the day, I love hearing your journey. Um, I know it, it takes a lot, a lot of energy to, to take care of children. And on top of that, your children were in the most needy time of, of you know, their lives. And you were <clears throat> even able to build Wild Doe. So Wild Doe, why the name Wild Doe? Um, it's just like it just popped into my head one day the word wild and I couldn't get it out of my brain and I just kept thinking about like wildly imaginative play like just wildly imaginative I just kept thinking that you know when kids play like it doesn't have to be neat and tidy and when they do it doesn't have to be in a specific way it just it should be wild it should be wherever it leads them and you know the imagination is endless so Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just felt like, you know, it just really resonated with me and really resonated with the way I think that, you know, they should play and how they can play with my dough as well. So it was such a simple thing at the end. It's literally dough with wild on it. And, you know, I just I, I love it. I still love it today. Mm-hmm. And I think I always will. I've, I've never had a regret with that name. Amazing. And I, I'm pretty sure you have like we we just showcase all the different colors. Right. And uh, for me, it's so beautiful to see the and product or the finished product. Is there other products and services that Wildo will provide maybe in the near future or now? Yeah. Is there something brewing? Absolutely. So, you know, we, we started with a really basic range of some of like the rainbow classic colors. And then mm-hmm. we brought out a new range, which are, we have like a glitter collection, which is just, you know, beautiful and adds a whole nother dimension to Play-Doh. Um, we have actually just in, in, on Thursday, so in a couple of days time, we're launching a brand new collection. We haven't had new colors launch in like a whole year. So it's actually called mm-hmm. wild garden collection and a sneak wow. peek is going to all that subscribers tonight actually. So it's, um, it's just this beautiful, like, I'm, I just imagine that it's just like a, a like kind of like the, the secret garden. There's like wildflowers growing and lots of greens and everything mm-hmm. and, um, it's a, a very beautiful, kind of subtle collection. It's not pastel per se, but it's just like really subtle colors, which is quite mm-hmm. different from what we usually do. 
Um, and then later in the year, we have like a whole horde of brand new products coming, which is really exciting. So um, after July, we should have um, like a complete collection of, you know, things to do, um, the tools and other items that go with the dough that we actually will be releasing, which we're developing at the moment, which is pretty exciting. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a, you know, we, we started from humble beginnings and we, we started with eight colours and, you know, now we have 20 plus colours and so mm -hmm. many things we stock and so many businesses that we work with and you know we stock their products and they stock ours and whatever else um as well so it's it's one of those things that i think um back to your first question of you know where do you start i think it's uh you know you just just start and start small and and it grows yeah. and look at businesses that are out there today that have the whole whole kit and caboodle per se because yeah. we still don't have it right now you know i have all these dreams of where it will get to eventually and it, it just mm -hmm. takes time and it takes time and investment and, you know, especially if you're mm -hmm. um, juggling lots of other things and, and, you know, you can't always do everything right now today at once. Like, I really wish I could. <laughs> My to-do yes. list is about three years long, but that's okay. That's that's part of the journey and part of exactly. acknowledging, you know, what, what do we do now? Where can we get to? Where will it take us? And kind of building on that. Mm -hmm. and, and I just want to um, add to that because, of course, everything that we build, or every uh, movement that we we try to achieve, uh, especially for you, for Wild Doe, what is that that you hope to gain? Um, again, going back to, and, and, and sharing that word again, with your movement, with your brand. And you shared many things earlier, you know, for yourself, for other moms, for other entrepreneurs, or even people, you know, with children. And I just want to add there, guys, if you have any um question mark on gift ideas melissa's right here and later on we'll find out where to find her so going back what do you hope to gain with your movement with your brand wilder yeah look i think that um the vision is simple and it's really just to um spark imaginations and make learning fun for young kids out there for all young kids so um in terms of where we're trying to go we're really just just working on i guess inspiring that creativity that can really be built upon and and take them anywhere in life so i love to think that we're 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 starting block to that and you know can help lay some foundations and speaking of even going global guys we are also live melissa on kumu it's the number one live streaming app and the philippines is also global so say good day to everyone there and to know more about kumu let's just take a look at this real quick so we'll be right back the social media world is a fast-paced international stage. But what if we told you there is one platform out there that puts Filipino voices first? That's right, welcome to the community, the heart of the number one Pinoy live streaming app, Kumu. With our users and members from across the globe, you can be assured that the community is a diverse, exciting collective championing Filipino culture, and we are thriving. What makes the community unique from all other social media communities? It's how we leverage innovative technologies to suit every Filipino's every creative Filipino style, putting their style voices city. first. Get in on the action with live streaming with our community. Learn from the best content creators where you watch the community stage, which hosts a variety of shows every single week. Too shy for the camera? No worries. We've got audio streaming for that. Don't want to do it alone? Easy. Have your barcada go live with you. Or maybe quick short videos are more your thing. We've got Kumu Clips for that. Looking for your online tribe? We've got a lot of teams here in the community. 
Within the community, you can be guaranteed that we keep things positive, authentic, and fun. With Kumu moderators all over the app, we keep our commitment to make this platform a safe space for all. It's why we've been dubbed the Disneyland of social media. We make Kumu the funnest, best place to be for all. Sama al talaga. Be part of the community. Taranasa Kumu, where authentic connections happen. So welcome back, guys. As you can see, we have the beautiful founder and, of course, owner of Wild Doe. And as an entrepreneur, Melissa, I just want to go back to, um, of course, there are fun things that we come across as entrepreneurs. And it's just like being a mom. You're, it's never the same, right? So what surprises you the most about being an entrepreneur? What surprises me the most? Great question. Um, <laughs> I love the fact that I've, it gives me flexibility. So, I mean, there's absolute truth in the fact that you probably work day and night when you're you're an entrepreneur. And even when you're not working, your brain is yes. still ticking away at all the things mm -hmm. that maybe you haven't done, all the things that you want to do and all the things that you're, you know, still, you know, in the background thinking about which you're going to lay plans for. And it, it never stops. And that's the beauty of it. But in saying that, it also gives us flexibility. So... Um, I just I just flew in this morning to visit my parents for a day and I'll stay the night and I'll fly back tomorrow and, um, you know, I can still do all my work today here, here from wherever I am as long as I have a laptop. So that, um, that's a really nice part, part of it, as well as I think the fact that you can really start shaping your business, shaping what you do to really lay, lay the foundations to, I guess, write your own job description. You know, what do you yes. want to be? What do you want to do? You know? is your favorite thing the numbers and and doing getting like down and dirty into that like it's, it's definitely not that for me <laughs> i'm sure there's people out there who do that but you know i love doing like the marketing piece of it i love doing like pitching and sales and like talking to big business and i love that piece and you know i one day maybe i'll have have a very lot of stuff somewhere and i'm still always going to do that piece or really like kind of get behind and keep doing that piece because i just love it but you know, it, it does allow us to, as our businesses grow, really start thinking about, you know, where do we want to um, spend our time and, and whether it's because we bring value there or just because we have a passion to be part of that, that piece of it. Mm -hmm. um, or, or, you know, what do we, um, what don't we want to do? Like I, I hate practical finance numbers. I hate bookkeeping and anything about that. So that was the first thing that I got off my desk. Um you know, there's a lot of jobs I don't like doing. And so I, I have staff that do that. So that's also a really nice thing about being an entrepreneur. Like you really can just mm -hmm. choose. Not always and not at the start, yeah. but at a time you can start doing that. And and I'd, I'd probably like another five people to get some other things I don't like doing off my desk right now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I yes. just love that it, it allows us really to do what we want to do eventually. And of course, there's many positive things, right? So what's the best thing so far that has been your favorite? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's happened to you for, for this year. I mean, we're only third month of the year. What's the best thing? Which I know we're going to talk about um, anyway later. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, it, it allows us to um, meet a community of, an, of amazing business owners and amazing entrepreneurs, right? And I just love and, you know, I'm a huge supporter of, you know, women supporting women and cheering on other women who are in business and doing like the thing basically. Um, and so, you know, even for instance, us all collaborating in this beautiful book that we've just launched, you know, as authors, yes. there were 24 of us and all of us, 
I, I was I was mentioning to um, you know some of the, the the others who were in the book recently that we are all so different. We have such different stories. Like mm. when we when you bring us together to be part of like you know this huge collaborative um, book, we can share so much advice and share so many viewpoints. And there's really something for everyone. Um, and the fact that we're all so different. Um, means that we can get something for, you know, we can both give and get something, you know, each of us as well, which is great for, you know, in terms of coming together, but it's also great for our readers. Um, but also, I guess, the fact that we're so different, but we're also so aligned um, in terms of, you know, what the, the stories we've shared and what we've done. And I can't believe that, you know, one of the other, the authors, she literally, she said, like, there's this phrase someone said to me once and she wrote about it. And it's the exact same phrase that, I wrote in my book that, you know, every time that I, I'm not sure if, I'm, you know, I should have enough courage, like I say this to myself and you know, it was, um, it's the phrase is, you know, what's the worst that can happen? And right. I couldn't believe that, you know, the, the um, what we were all sharing was just so aligned despite the fact that it was coming from so many different places and experiences yes. as well. So I look, I think that, you know, from the start, being part of like the mum community of social media yeah. as from wild though to you know now being part of this amazing entrepreneur community as well um that really is probably the best bit in terms of i guess the community it can bring when you put yourself out there true so true i mean you have, you have to take action you can't just have all these ideas and then not try it not have uh, a lesson or an experience oh okay this is how i do things better right so again going back of course now there's a lot of women out there. There's a lot of moms out there that want to uh, start a business. I mean, where did you go apart from researching? Like, did you have mentors? Did you really invest? How, how did how would you guide them? Like, what are the top three things that they should uh, already do? Yeah. So I think for me, um, because I have such a you know such a strong marketing background. The piece of you know how to sell and where to sell and how to put it mm. together and how it should look and feel was um was you know came second nature to me so that piece which is you know such a challenge for so many people it, it wasn't that difficult for me at the start so that really kind of put me in good stead but in saying that um if it's not something you've got experience in i really think that's a great place to start go and find somebody you know um, put yourself out there and find someone to talk to and work with, you know, if you've got a favorite brand or, you know, a brand that you're seeing doing great things, you know, go and chat to the, the founder or the owner. Um, mm -hmm. I think that that's probably like a, a big piece of advice in terms of don't be afraid to ask and don't be afraid to, to essentially research, you know, I ask so many what I always think are dumb questions and that's like a peak that's that's just who I am and I always and will always be like that because the amount of information that you get and you receive and what you learn as you when you do that is really second to none and and the fact that by just asking questions um, means people open up and they share with you as well so you can learn so much just by asking a few questions especially if it's coming from you know like a like a you know the, a place where you really are just there to learn and um you're respectful of you know their time and what they're sharing but mm -hmm. i think that that piece was always great and easy for me um i think that back to what i said at the start about you need to make sure it lights you up like make sure you've got passion for what you're going to do um one yes. of the things i love most about entrepreneurs is we never just have one idea like you know if you're getting into the space if you're thinking about starting a business you know what you really are you're edging into the the space that is you know entrepreneurial and guess what no one out there who is in this space has ever just had one idea. So I think if you have an idea yeah. today, 
if you're thinking about it, you're not really sure, maybe it's not the one for you. Maybe it's the idea you'll have mm-hmm. tomorrow, which is the one. So I think that's that's really important because you know what? It is, it is really hard um, in terms of the time and the effort you need to put into growing a business and running it. Um, it, it does take, you know, a bit of not really, but like blood, sweat and tears in terms of like actually like, you know, maybe not really the blood part, but, you know, in terms of actually starting it up, it, it takes time and effort. Um, so you do want to have passion for it, whatever it may be. And I think other than that, it's really about, you know, and one of my biggest things also has always been about, you know, just have have the courage to make those decisions as well. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, you know, ask for help or ask questions of someone that you might be admiring and, you know, don't ask them to write an essay of how they've done it. But, you know, ask a question here and there. You know, I'm thinking about doing this. This is an idea. Do you have any feedback? Do you have an idea? You know, have a bit of courage to put yourself out there, um, whether it means asking a question of somebody that you don't really think that you would have done in the past because, you know, what's the worst that can happen? They might not reply mm-hmm. or they'll say no. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's kind of, you know, and, and also, like, think about, like, who you are and where maybe you can find some of that courage as well and that confidence, you know. Um, is it just from within? Do you need to, like, get a team of you together to brainstorm? Is it just a cheer squad you have, your your husband, wife, mum, dad, whatever it might be? Is it best friends, someone that you can really share with and can they cheer you on? You know, what do you need to help kind mm-hmm. of push you along? And I think that's been a huge thing for me. I've had to make some really big what felt like felt like kind of like risky decisions and I always come back to you know who's in my corner are they cheering me on have I got a good sounding board out there are they really come you know do I feel confident in what I'm doing have I thought about all of the you know analyzed in terms of you know what is the risk is it worth it or not or what is again what's the worst going to happen if I can do this so mm-hmm. um yeah I think that there's you know, besides all the whole, like, get the right website tech and all of this other stuff, which is operational, I think it's almost this, um, you know, the piece that's really making sure that you're passionate about it, making sure that you put yourself out there, making sure that yes. you're backing yourself. Um, and mm-hmm. if you have those things, then you know what? All the stuff like how do I create a logo? How do I build a brand? How do I create a website? How do I, you know, that stuff, I feel like that will fall into place because you'll make that happen. Yes, exactly. And I always share this. You're at the right place at the right time with the right people. But it starts with you, right? And so, you know, I love mottos. I love quotes. So what would be your motto that you live by? If you have any, if so, what it is? What what, what would it be? Or maybe a quote from the book that you love. Um, I think that one of the things I share in there, and it's something that – you know, I, I, I heard from a very old friend and it's always really um, kind of resonated with me is there's no such thing as failure. There's only success or a lesson. So, yes. and I'm, I'm very much, um, you know, I'm super fearful of failure. Just that's just, it's my personality. It's me, everything I do, I want to just excel it all the time. So that's something that I always kind of like really like to remind myself of and lean into the fact that, um, you know what, don't, taking these risks and putting yourself out there and doing all these things no one ever fails it's sort of the mm-hmm. the some of the lessons that you make as you do it and and you know what it it may be just like what you said before it's the moment where you are and, and maybe it wasn't meant to be that that time but you'll get there in the end so it's always you know there's there's two outcomes of taking a chance it's either it's successful or you have a really great lesson along the way and 
I like to think that some of the things that have felt like set they had that it set me back at the time actually just probably put me on the right path I was meant to be on. So um, that's probably my biggest one. And of course, Melissa, we're talking about owning your own craft. So how important is it for someone to own their own craft? Oh, look, I think it's so important. I think I think it just it comes down to, you know, if, if you're going to do it, be it, own it, um, celebrate you, you know, really lean into it. Um, it's sometimes it's not easy to kind of decipher who we are and where we're going. And, you know, I, I think that I'm still on that journey to, to kind of figure it out. But, you know, where I am and in terms of, you know, my own craft and now it's just really what I've got, you know, I'm, I'm, I back myself for it, you know, whether yeah. it's, whether it's me working with another business who is, you know, in the handmade space, something that, you know, I've got a lot of experience in or whether it's, you know, Wild My Beautiful product, like I am 100% behind it. I back it every time. And I really think that, about, you know, when it comes to, I guess, you know, owning your own craft, it's, it's really about celebrating you and celebrating what you have to offer and don't hide behind it, I guess, and try and put yourself out there, which, you know, doesn't happen overnight, but um, it's a good journey to be on for all of us to keep doing it, trying to do it, do it more. Yes, I agree with Melissa. And just like that, of course, when you have fun, time flies. So before we wrap up, Melissa, I do have a fun activity that I do with all my guests and I, I, I would love for you to be part of it. So it's just fast talk, you know, um, finding your strengths. I was inspired by also uh, another book, um, Strengths Finder. So I just tweaked a little bit to make it fun. So I'll, you know, I'll popcorn some questions to you. And the first thing that you <laughs> think of, no, they're, they're really easy though. Don't worry. Um, it's okay. all about you anyway. So, okay. So the first question is, what was your dream job when you were a little girl? Oh my gosh. So this is a funny one. I literally wanted to grow up and be a CEO. I didn't know how I was going to be it. I didn't know who I was going to be. I went to university to, to like, eventually I, I did all business subjects at school. I went to uni to study finance because I thought, you know, all the biggest CEOs have a finance background. Finance. Absolutely hated it. Went into marketing <laughs> journalism and, and changed my life forever. Um, but yeah. I, you know, I always wanted to own my own business. I used to tell my mm -hmm. family I used to want to have enough money to have like a and someone who cleaned, clean, you know, just yes. someone who did all the things for me. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I, I literally wanted to be a CEO and I don't even know, think I knew what that was. Um, wow. But hey, start your own business and become one yourself. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. Okay, next. What is your hidden talent? <laughs> um, I actually had this uncanny ability to be surrounded by like complete chaos in anyone else's eyes, whether it be like mess or just <laughs> notes or whatever it is. And I always know where everything is at any one time. My husband mm -hmm. hates it about me, but um, <laughs> you name it, and I can tell you exactly where it was. Even if it's like the fifth thing under the pile over there in the drawer behind the cabinet, I'll still know where it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hey, you're a CEO, yeah. so you can't complain. <laughs> All right, so describe yourself in three words. Um, loud. That's the first one that comes to mind. Cheery. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm always smiling and cheery. Um, mm -hmm. And 
Oh, third word. That's dynamic. Love it. Um, maybe. Yeah. All right. So, of course, you are in the business of colors. So what is your favorite color? <laughs> um, yeah. I'm sure most people <laughs> just spit one. a color out and they know what their favorite yeah. color is. <laughs> um, my daughter says her favorite color is rainbow, which I just so appreciate because it means all of them. Yeah. Um, yes. I change. Like, I'm a really lover of, I'm a lover of greens. But I've also been like a huge lover of like the oranges. So you know what? I I don't really have a favorite. I have non-favorites, oh, but um anywhere in the, you know, any anywhere on the rainbow spectrum right there. Like I, I just love them. But my favorite is mm -hmm. bright. Not none of the yes. pastel or earth mm -hmm. colors. As long as it's bright, it's a favorite. Wonderful. Okay, and then the if you were <laughs> Yeah, guys, just a plug. All right, if you were an art tool. What would you be? <laughs> uh, sorry, if I was a what? Art tool. Oh. I, I don't even know. <laughs> what would you be? I thought you were going to say Play-Doh or, or your Wild-Do. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such a – now who's a tool? <laughs> um, for some reason, I went to like – some a gallery and yeah you know oh, yeah. like play-doh i feel like it should exactly. play-doh roll up which just looks amazing yep mm -hmm. <laughs> and of course lastly how do you treat yourself lavishly in terms of self-love well firstly it's time not being mum, so away from the kids. <laughs> as bad as that sounds, I'm pretty sure everyone can resonate out there if, if you are a mum. So, um, yeah, time to myself, space to myself is what I really, really appreciate um, because I, I have one of my children thinks I'm a couch and will forever be on me, next to me, with me. Um, so it feels lavish to think that I've got time just for me and no one else is around. Um, and it will probably always include, you know, some some nice wine, maybe a maybe a pool, maybe a pool as well. So just just send me to an island anywhere in the Philippines will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Cocktails we'll by back. the pool. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, Baraka is waiting for you. Don't <laughs> but worry. but more, more serious. Exactly, but more serious. I think it's just um time to myself more so. So so whether it means, you know, go to the hairdresser or, you know, whether mm -hmm. it's just, you know, a, a lengthy drive or walk to the beach or whatever it might be, it's just a little bit of space and time to myself feels kind of super lavish. Unless I'm at a five-star yes. resort, then that's probably great. <laughs> Javi, are you listening? <laughs> I think it's a hint, hint. <laughs> but anywho, yeah. thank you, Melissa, for, for joining in that, uh, you know, quick getting to know you, um, rapid questions, of course. Please invite everybody how they can find you, what you have ongoing, and of course, our amazing Courage and Confidence book. Go ahead. Amazing. Thank you. So yeah, if you, anybody is interested in checking a bit of Wild Doe out, you can find us at just wilddoe.com.au. Um, we do sell some internationally um, countries. So come on and check us out and see what we've got. Um, shoot us a message if uh, you can't find your country on there. Um, other than that, um, I've also been mentoring other handmade, you know, creative business, business people. So those who might want to be starting their their business in the handmade space and just not quite sure where to go. 
Um, but again, you can reach me through Wild Doe either on any of our socials or um, hit our website to contact us or just, you know, at um, mel.hark on Instagram as well. Amazing, guys. I'll be the first to to order because I, I have a two-year-old and a six-year-old that has so much energy. I need to put them <laughs> in one spot. But anywho, thank you everyone for tuning in, especially our amazing supporters, Busa, MMC, Bouillon, The Parenting Emporium, Novo, XOX, SAS, The Wellbeing Boost Program, Kumu, and of course, Lavish. So with that being said, we have reached the end of our show. Thank you so much, Melissa, for all the things you've shared today. And I look forward to meeting you in person, maybe doing a book signing with you uh, in the Philippines, in, in Melbourne, or in Queensland, wherever we are. I know that we're going to be able to uh, have that um, amazing beverage together, right? By the Let's make it happen. <laughs> I would love to. Absolutely. Awesome. And of course, Marami Salama to all our viewers on Kumu. I hope you are deeply inspired by Melissa's journey. And don't forget to follow our social media accounts and turn on the notification bell for the next show of In Love With Me series. Once again, I am Martha Yunam Velasco reminding you that you should be love and be proud of your own story to tell. And finally, action speak louder than words. And thank you for tuning in in this episode in love with me i'll see you soon melissa thank you thank you thank you for watching in love with me series